What is up? Welcome back to the truth serum. What's up, baby? What's going on? Travis, Travis, come on. You got to give us a ooh wee or something. Come on. There we go. Okay. Okay. Kind of sound like a dead cat, but it's okay. (laughs) I'm Joey. Got Jordan up here, and we got Travis. Fuck, I can't point right. Right there, yeah, one of those. You know where uh, Joey's today. at? He's right here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> today we are going to be breaking down the off season of the AFC East, and let me tell you, I'm excited for them Dolphins. I'm excited to see uh, Mac Jones step forward another year. Um, Josh Allen and his squad got a new fucking. Ooh, let's go, baby. Let's go. Well, you mentioned Josh Allen. You mentioned the Miami Dolphins. You mentioned Mac Jones and the Patriots. We're going to start off with the team I am most excited for. Sherry, this one's for you. How about them New York Jets in this offseason that they've had? How about it? Uh, We got two, uh, year two, Zach Year two, Zach Wilson. There it is. Found it out, baby. You got Golly. It. Yeah, they went out and they drafted. I'm all out of order. I don't think I need to be uh, leading this here, but. Okay, well, shit, I will step in. Uh, so, to me, the Jets won the offseason, right? We'll get to that draft here in a second. But before they even got to the draft, they added Pro Bowl uh, guard Lakin Tomlinson, who's played for um, – Robert Sala. Uh, Mike LaFleur before. Um, they added a couple of tight ends with uh, C.J. Uzoma, Tyler Conklin. Went out and got Solomon Thomas, Jacob Martin. I think they can, um, you know, be a part of that rotation for sure. But, man, really where this team killed it to me was that draft. So I'm going to let you take a crack at that, Mr. Sumter. So I just wanted to touch on the offseason moves. So Lincoln Thompson, uh, I feel like he's a very good move for their run game. Um, they've already added two other pieces the last two drafts to their offensive line. And so that offensive line should be near the mid to the top of the the league and as far as an offensive line goes. And then they added uh, the two tight ends in Uzama and Tyler Conklin. Um, just great weapons to have uh, around Zach Wilson. But, I mean, I don't imagine them being anything more than, you know, top 15 uh, range or maybe even the top 25. It's They're kind of just start throw guys at this point. They're they're better real-life additions than they are fantasy additions for sure. It, exactly. Oh, yeah, so getting into the – <laughs> Getting into the Jets draft, uh, we can talk about Sauce Gardner. Man, I can talk about their whole damn draft, dude. To me – every time a team gets two or three picks in the first round, you're just like, oh, they're going to do something great. And they never do. Like they always draft one really good player and then one guy who you never hear of again. I think the Jets added four perennial Pro Bowl type players, if the Pro Bowl even continues. Um, Sauce Gardner being the first. So no interceptions uh, or, or, or sorry, no uh, touchdowns uh, allowed in college, first and foremost. Let's talk about that. Yeah, he can well, absolutely. Not. 
<laughs> he, he, can, he can absolutely be a number one uh, lockdown corner in this league. Um, I, f- I feel like, you know, at number four, I feel like he should have went number three. So, I mean, maybe even number two to Detroit. So, uh, I feel like it's a great pickup for them. Um, the division's only getting tougher when, you know, you're, you're talking about Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins. Uh, the Patriots add in. I mean, we're going to talk about other players you know, in this division that have been added. But, you know, like having that true number one out there, this is something that this team hasn't had in a very long time. Absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of number ones, Garrett Wilson, um, I think on most draft boards, was considered the uh, top overall wide receiver prospect. Joey, you got something to say on him? Yeah, he was my number two prospect on the draft board, um, right behind my boy that uh, we'll talk about here in a little bit as well. But uh, yeah, he's he's a, a big bodied receiver. He he took the job basically from the guy that I want to talk about. But um, yeah, he, he's going to be a great wide receiver, man. Um, he's got the he's got the skills, speed. Um, he he can make guys miss after he's got the ball. Um, I really like Garrett Wilson, man. Like, Ohio State continues to just produce solid wide receivers. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then, I mean, they didn't they didn't stop there either. They also got Jermaine Johnson, who I think many considered to be a top 10 talent. I know as a Cowboys fan, he was one of the guys when I was standing right next to Travis Sumter hoping that we didn't, you know, fuck it up which we did, but uh, he was one of the guys I was hoping Dallas got in, in their draft pick. But uh, not Jermaine Johnson, he's he's nasty. He's an edge rusher. I think he could uh, do some really good things on this next level. And then I want to kind of just, you know, act like I'm Luka Doncic lobbing it up to Dwight Powell, a.k.a. T.J. Sumter over here. Tell me everything you love about Mr. Brees Hall, that corn-fed Iowa boy that I know you are so crazy about. So he's my he's my number one uh, draft prospect overall. Like not even QB wide receiver, just overall he's my number one prospect. Uh, most comparable to Jonathan Taylor. Um, That's also, what I was gonna say. Yeah. Well, also, also too, like uh, you know, you could throw out names like Ezekiel Elliott. Um, you know, like it, yes, yes, and with the pass catching chops as well, coming straight out of college, um, he's gonna be. You know, a very good, uh, you know, he's a player that probably is only going to get like 15 touches this season when it comes down to it. Like he's probably going to be around that fringe range for RB1 uh, coming straight right in. But uh, other than that, you know, like he's like he's a guy that can go up to 20, 25 carries in a game if they need him to lean on him like in that fashion. Yeah, and they won't need to because they still do have Michael Carter, which was a he was a great running back last year too. I I kind of had uh, the elusiveness of him is, is tremendous. The body the body control. Um, he's an excellent receiving back. Um, if they want to, they can make Brees Hall a three down running back, but they don't need to. They can they can keep this guy fresh for the entire season. Um, am I am I thinking that the Jets are going to go into the postseason? No. But this is a game right here that that requires fifty two men on a team, and he is a great piece of it. He he, like I was gonna say, he is Jonathan Taylor with a more uh, established background of catching the football. Now we learned that Jonathan can can do that, but 
um, he, he's already showed that he can do that um, coming into the league. Um, and, and I think like he's a can't miss prospect, man. Um, Brees Hall is, is filthy. He's filthy. So, so on the fantasy side, fellas, uh, you know, what do you make of Michael Carter now? Is he someone that you sell at all costs or, you know, where are you at with him, uh, particularly in dynasty type leagues? Uh, I have him in my league. Um, I went up and traded for the first overall pick. I grabbed Brees Hall as well. It's going to be nice to have guys like Michael Carter and, and other guys, uh, Tony Pollard, for example. These guys, are they're going to have value. Um, Brees Hall, it, all it's going to take is, is one ankle twist. You know, um, This guy's value is going to shoot right back up. I don't like to get rid of secondary secondary running backs. Like You're always going to need one or two of those guys on your roster, especially in Dynasty, like you were saying, um, uh, where the rosters are so deep you can hold them. So I, I'm I'm not trading him if, if I can hold, help it, you know. but no one's going to give you a king's ransom for this guy right now anyway. So, yeah, I'm, I'm holding him. Um, you don't sell at all costs because right now you're going to get screwed over in that deal. So, uh, man, yeah, I I'm, wish that was, uh, I, I wish you were, uh, I wish he was a Miami dolphin and you were holding him. Cause that'd be a perfect segue into talking about Connor Williams. But uh, I do want to get wrapped up here on the, the Jets. So uh, obviously Zach Wilson going into his uh, second year, um, I kind of expect some big things. Where do you guys put him as far as, you know, the second year quarterbacks? Obviously, we have Mac Jones um, and, and some other players. Uh, where would you guys uh, put Mr. Zach Wilson? I, I'll start. Um, I'm going to put him right in the same fucking bucket I had him in already. This guy's got a ceiling like no other, right? But. Mm-hmm. It, he hasn't shown anything yet. Um, all of these games are – all these players are chess pieces that they could fall either way. Now, they, they've surrounded him with the talent to, to be able to, to take that step forward. Um, and if, you, if you're wanting a number, like where do they rank, I would have to put him uh, at least second, at least second. Um, okay. We got – we got Mac Jones, man, and he's proved that he can he can move the ball down the field, um, and and he's he's good and at what he does. But Trevor Lawrence, man, he he was the number one overall pick for a reason. So yeah. so yeah, uh, Travis Sumter, you got some thoughts on that? So I mean, I'd probably throw him. I'd probably throw him also at number two, but that's behind Trey Lance, um, obviously, because. Um, I mean, if you if you know me, you know my love for Trey Lance. It's it's all the way out there. Uh, you you already know. We're we're gonna have that debate on another episode, though. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna go all the way there with it. You uh, already know where he's at with it, man. Uh, Trey Lance from Zach or from Travis Sumter definitely gets the hidden inch. Shout out to Seth F. Um, but but yeah, I I personally I think Zach Wilson. Um, is going to be the best quarterback out of that class this season. I think the Jets take a pretty sizable jump. I'm all aboard that train. Let's move on to another one, though. Let's talk about the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, the big news this offseason, they went all in, they threw everything, and they went out and got Tyreek Hill. They paid the world for this guy as well. Um, 
yep. multiple picks, uh, millions of dollars. I don't know what the contract was, but he was he he got out of uh, Kansas City because of money. Like they're not going to pay that guy what he wants. And is he worth it? Sure, the guy has all the fucking elite speed and change of direction you could ever ask for. Um, he he had a connection with his quarterback where, you know, when they get out and play back backyard football, this guy would find the hole. And, and next thing you know, you got six points on the board. So um, I, I do think the Chiefs took a major loss here. Um, and – and the Dolphins gained from it. So um, now they got they got extra speed on this team uh, where they already had it at, at the wide receiver position. Uh, so it's not going to be a stretch the field type thing. I think they're going to use this guy a lot in gadget ways, just like the page or just like the uh, the Chiefs did. Um, where at the same time you got Jalen Waddle, they they can interchange those. Um, you can say what you want, but they're they're fairly similar in. in and what they do for a team. Um, and when you got two of those guys. Uh, two of those guys, huh? Two of them. Two, two of, of those guys. Two, two of those guys. Yeah. Pun so what do you think Tua's going to do with two of out. those guys? Uh, I think he's got to take a step forward. This is his year to take a step forward. If you don't, man, then then I might be out of this board. Uh, roll Tide. But, um, man. He has to take a step forward. Um, I think this 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 new offense um, they're gonna they're gonna run the ball too, so it's, it's gonna be fairly balanced for the con- considering the weapons they have. Um, but man, I'm excited! I, I'm so fucking excited for the Dolphins. This is gonna be a fun fun year. Travis, um, I mean, I I really like what they did with uh, adding this uh, element to their offense. I mean, obviously we seen what uh, Jalen Waddle, you know, could bring to the table last year. Um, and having that one, two punch, I, I feel like it's just business as usual for Tyreek Hill uh, coming into this year. Um, I feel like, you know, it's going to open up a lot of things through this offense Tua's is going to be able to buy more time um, in the pocket with some of these other weapons that we'll talk about uh, being added. If, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch in Miami. I mean, I don't really know what else to say about that. Joey kind of covered so, most of that. So so where do you guys, uh, just off the top of your domes, I know uh, all of the rankings and stuff aren't done, but, uh, you know, you got Tyreek Hill, you got Waddle. Where do you see both of those guys going in the draft this season? Um, as far as a ranking perspective goes, um, yep. I, I, would, I would say my biggest concern here is – is really it's going to be chemistry between him and Tua. Um, we haven't seen that yet. Um, we hear what Tyreek is saying about Tua's arm. He says he's got one of the prettiest balls, all of that. But we haven't seen it on it's the field. Two of them, <laughs> Tua. Uh, but, yeah, he says that. But until we actually see it with our own six eyes here on the field, my concern is – like I, I want to rank, I want to rank Jalen Waddle higher because I've seen it. Um, now, obviously, the upside with Tyreek Hill there is, is gonna. Travis, look at his chops. I want to rank them. Let me rank both of them at number twelve for now. Okay, okay, Travis. I, I mean, I mean that that's that's fair. I mean, I can I can I can see that. Um, 
right now they're both going as the you know just early early you know stuff going um right now they're both ranked as uh uh wide receiver seven and 14 respectively you know tyree kill at seven waddle at 14 um so yeah i think that 12 range is fair so like if you wanted to take either one around that same range you know i could see doing that um no i what are you gonna say? If 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 they're having uh, where where is Tua going in drafts then uh, as a QB? What because so, if you got 47, seven, 12, huh? Forty seven, forty seven. No, <laughs> no. If it, it's um, got a link actually, up, though, man. That's all I'm saying. Is so this I have is a tweet. Public. I have a tweet from last week on this. I don't know. Hold on, I'll come back and find it. Sorry. So. So I, I think I got a bold prediction for each of these teams. Um, and I'll just go ahead and throw out my uh, bold prediction for the Miami Dolphins. Teddy Bridgewater going to be starting by the end of the season. Mark it down. Mm. Ah. And so so what, what I was going to come back to is that um, I had put out this tweet last week, and it has Tua ranked as quarterback 18 currently. Um, and it was wide receiver 7, 14, and tight end 12. And I said, make it make sense. Thank you. That that's all I was getting at just a few minutes ago. Um, that's why I, I, that's why I asked that question. Uh, like I don't I got my head deep down in the drafts right now, um, but it, you know it, it's got to make sense, like you said, man. Um, okay. And, I mean, yeah, we're, we're not even talking about these running backs that have been added yet. Uh, yeah, we got Raheem uh, Mostert. We got. Uh, Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. Um, they've added so much speed. Uh, Cedric Wilson. Uh, Cedric Wilson is a super underrated signing. That, to me, and, and I've said this all offseason, as a Cowboys fan, yeah, it sucked to lose Amari for nothing. Cedric Wilson was the one that got me in the heart, man, because I think that guy – and it sucks that they brought in Tyreek because I think that guy was ready to to blossom into a more substantial – uh, fantasy wide receiver. And now I think obviously he's going to have some limitations, but great football player. And I think he'll be a good get for this squad. And I was also yeah. going to say they did, they did sign Sony Michelle like last week too. Yeah. And, and that's gotta, that's gotta speak volumes to uh, you got to kind of read the tea leaves here. Why are they signing Sony Michelle? Um, and, and I believe is, is probably some Raheem Mostert um, injury. Um, it, what's he got going on right now? Something with his knee, right? Uh, he's yeah, got they, inflammation. They said yep, they, and they said he still has got that arthritis in his knee, so that's yeah, still bothering so, him. I, I'm Raheem Mostert. He's out of there for me. Uh, I, I'm totally scared off by just the signing of, of Sony. Um, this is a proven veteran that can come in and and do what he's got to do. So that's are the kind of off the, are you finally off the Chase Edmonds hype train? No, no, I still like I'm not, I'm not. never. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not. I, I follow where the money goes, and he's the one that got paid the most, so that's where I'm following it. Okay, yeah, yeah, money. You got to follow the money, man. Uh, but yeah, they they got these guys. They can rotate them in and out too, man. Every team needs two good running backs. Uh, not to mention they they bolted up that offensive line with Terran Armstead. Yeah. Let's yep. go. They've had a really good offseason. I just personally don't think they have the correct quarterback there yet. 
I, I like what they're doing, though. Um, but anyway, let's move on to one former Alabama quarterback to the other one. Matt Jones, New England oh. Patriots, uh, made the playoffs last year after I boldly predicted that Bill Belichick would never make the playoffs again. Who? Let's talk about their offseason or lack thereof. No, no who did Brady you just love? Say? Who? I'm sorry? Uh, who? What? What? I'm missing Mac it. Jones. The quarterback? What about Mac, Mac Jones? Who? Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. Ah, that went right over your head. That's yeah, I'm completely oblivious. Do you not know the song? No, I, I, I do know the song, but I was just. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's run through these offseason moves for me because I can't read fast. All right, well, here's here's their offseason moves. They got rid of Josh McDaniels, and they drafted a fourth-round uh, lineman <laughs> in the first round. Like, they fucking had a horrible offseason. I have no idea what the New England Patriots are doing. Listen, we're going to keep this one short and sweet. I'm going to take over here on the Patriots. Uh, you replaced Josh McDaniels with two all-time greats. Uh, we're talking about Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, who've never helped a quarterback grow in any capacity I was one year too early on this squad. Joey, you always talk about being one year too early. I was one year too early on the demise and downfall of Bill Belichick. Never making the playoffs again. I think the wheels are going to fall off. I hope Mac Jones is, I hope Mac Jones continues to blossom, but I have no fucking clue what this team is trying to accomplish. Mac Jones is going to forever be the quarterback 20 dog. That's who he's going to be. He's going yeah. to be the quarterback 20. Throw into seven guys that are quarter or wide receiver 55 and, and down. Hey, yeah, hey one, one thing, one thing I don't mind though that they did is that, in, you know, they made that trade for, uh, as, uh, for Devonta or Devonte Parker. Devonte Parker. I like, yeah, I, I don't mind. One dog. I fucking hate it. Why? But, why? But I don't mind. I, I don't mind it though because he is uh you know he was like a person that got wide receiver one numbers two years ago, um he's still I mean he is twenty nine years old he's kind of you know over that age you know apex but like obviously like he's gonna be their number one I mean I I think this kind of does spell trouble for uh uh the tight end help me out here Hunter Henry Hunter Henry healthy. Yeah. I, I, I do. I do feel like I do feel like it kind of like spells him, you know, from getting that high touchdown ceiling this year. Yeah. So, yeah. so Hunter Healthy is probably the only Patriot uh, I, I will have on any of my rosters, just because I fucking don't draft tight ends high at all. But um, I'm just gonna say, you you said Mac Jones will perpetually be quarterback twenty. Um, I feel like. Um, Devontae Parker will forever be that guy who had that one fucking good season seven years ago or whatever it was, two years ago. He's not good. He's not. Is he frozen? They would have been better off signing Cedric Wilson. I yeah. said. I, I agree. I fucking agree. This guy don't create separation. Mac Jones needs guys to be open to throw the ball. Um, that that's just in his in his DNA, man. But uh, I, I'm excited for the run game. Uh, who you guys got, Ramondre Stevenson or J- uh, Harris? 
Damian Harris. I got Damian Harris uh, over Stevenson, but again, I don't, I don't know. I fucking do not like drafting Patriots running backs. I've never liked playing Patriots running backs. You never know. Six of them are going to have RB1 games this season, right? Good luck picking which one it is and what week it is. Yeah, fair. I mean, I mean maybe, maybe that kind of somewhat changes, though, right, with maybe Josh McDaniels being John. But at the same time, like, I'm Damian Harris as well just because – why not? Why can't they just run him into the ground and say, "Well, we're not going to pay you. See you later." Yeah, yeah. kind of like they're his, about to do with Mac Jones. This is his fourth year, right? Um, he's coming up on his fourth year or third. I believe his fourth year. I don't think he played his first year. Yeah, well, either way it goes, I think uh, Ramondre is is a much more explosive athlete. Um, maybe not as good of a uh, blocker as, as Damian, but um, that's the type of things that kept him off of the field while McDaniel was there. So um, I think if I think if Ramondre Stevenson gets a chance to be the guy, um, look out because this team is still going to run and run the ball. They're going to want to play good defense. They're getting all all their pieces back. They they were hurt. They were banged up last year. Um, and now they're in a division that's going to be able to score some points now. So. Uh, you got to look at that as well, but um, I, I'm all over Ra- Ramondre Stevenson uh, versus Damian. Uh, just think he's a better player. Uh, all I'm going to say, and, and then we'll wrap up and, and move on to an interesting team like the Bills. Um, I if Ramondre Stevenson does pop to his four or five fans that are out there somewhere, I've got this really sweet prism laser rookie card of that guy. Come buy it from me as soon as you're ready. And then uh, as far as offenses in this division, I think the 1955 Cleveland Browns offense just doesn't work in today's NFL. Sorry, Bill Belichick. Let's move on to the Buffalo Bills. Well, when one team when everyone's zigging, man, it's time to zag. And and I think that they're they're just a little bit too early on that right now, man. So, uh, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk Buffalo Bills. Let's talk Buffalo Bills. So obviously they. Uh, had their hearts ripped out of their chest by Patrick Mahomes in the second round of the playoffs last year. And in my opinion, the best playoff game we had last season. That was um, the Super Bowl. Oof. I think it was the Super Bowl. That was the fucking Super Bowl. Oh, that was the Super Bowl. Well, you can say that, but then neither one of those teams won the Super or even fucking made the Super Bowl for that matter. So thanks to Joey. But anyway, we're not we're not here to talk about, about Joey Burrow. We're here to talk about the Buffalo Bills. So First and foremost, they needed to bring in some reinforcements on the defense. So, Von fucking Miller, here we come. Yeah, um, Von Miller, uh, six-year deal. Um, it says three-year, $54 million. I'm assuming there's going to be some zero dead cap space after three years. It yeah, yeah, there's over. definitely an out in the deal. Basically what it boils down to, it's, it's going to be a three-year, $54 million deal. He's definitely – he's 100 years old. He's not going to play six more seasons. No way. He's going to come in, and he's going to be a difference maker on that defense. Uh, Just like got, he was with the Rams. Yeah, Tredavious White's coming back. They drafted uh, – who they draft? Fire Elam. There you go. He, he's a shutdown corner Um assuming uh, according to all analysts that that watch the college game so i'm excited to see that um they're gonna need that to to fuck with waddle and uh tyree Devontae parker 
Yeah, Devontae <laughs> Parker. Ow, got him. <laughs> and then they drafted a good, uh, uh, my favorite pass catching running back in James Cook. Uh, so, yeah, um, Devin Singletary and, and him, great one-two punch. Uh, I, I really like it because because Devin Singletary, he's that in a phone book fast uh phone booth fast and uh he, he don't have the top end speed so he's not gonna break anything but that's what you got this cook guy coming in for man he is he is electrically fast um a lot of people say he can't run between the tackles um i i watched some film a little bit uh i didn't see a big issue he's just not gonna break a lot of tackles but he can make guys miss um in in close quarters as well so uh all all this guy needs is a crease and uh I, I think I think that this is gonna be a very balanced team next year too so I, I'm excited for the bills so I, I also am very mm. excited for the bills and I, I think James Cook is uh exactly what they needed obviously they were looking for that little pass catching down uh, or pass catching type of back. Um, they, they went after McKissick. Uh, that didn't work out. He Randy Gregory them and uh, went back uh, to uh, Washington. Um, but uh, he's exactly what they need. I think they're going to tell Zach Moss to get lost. Um, and I, I think Singletary and uh, Cook will both have some fantasy value this season. Also, Another real under-the-radar move I think they made was uh, grabbing O.J. Howard, who I think we've been waiting, you know, since 1994 to uh, break out, it seems like. But it's got to fucking happen at some point, and why not with Josh Allen? Why not with Josh Allen? Because this guy is too fucking good at run blocking. That's why. Uh, he, he was – he he's the Gronk of run blocking for for the younger tight ends. Uh, yeah, he's had a lot of injury issues. Um, he he was electric at Alabama too. Uh, let me let me remind you of that. But um, yeah, man, uh, I think I think Gronk going over there to the Buccaneers kind of put a damper on him. Uh, he, he shows a little bit, but I mean, if you, can't Tom Brady, if you can't get Tom Brady to throw you the ball when you're not injured. Um, that means you're there's something else wrong. I don't know what it is yet. So, and then they also added Jamison Crowder. I think that was the other uh, big addition. Anybody I'm missing there, Travis? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I just wanted to go back and just touch on James Cook for a second. But uh, you got to uh, touch on James Cook. Oh yeah, I'm gonna touch him a little Big-ass bit. Uh, yours. Yeah, I mean, like he he's a he's. Mostly, you know, a pass catching specialist. Uh, so, I mean, he's going to be somebody that gives you five to seven catches in any given game. I mean, especially when a team that passes as much as the Buffalo Bills do. Um, yeah, and I could just run down to OJ Howard, kind of like what Jordan or Joey was saying about the run blocking. You know, that's also going to be important for James Cook continued growth and Devin Singletary. And uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> Jameson Crowder. Probably very underrated. If you can send a third round pick to in a dynasty league, go out and get him. Yeah, uh, he, he is Cole Beasley in, in seven eight years ago when he was playing for Dallas. Um, Cole Beasley was a fucking dog. Um, this Cole guy Beasley was really good with the Bills too. Let's let's not forget. You know, mm-hmm. he's a solid wide receiver. I do think yeah, Jameson's yeah. an upgrade over him though at this stage. Yeah. In certain aspects, he, he doesn't bring everything that Cole Beasley did. Um, and, and I think 
I'm, I'm concerned. Little about man. This little half man, Jamison Crowder, as well. Don't get it twisted. I, I, Cole Beasley's probably bigger than Jamison Crowder. I'll look that up if you want. But I'm His pretty. His rap career definitely is. <laughs> that's that's probably yeah. pretty close. I, th- I think they're probably five eight and five nine without looking. But who would yeah. win in a fist fight? Oh, Cole Beasley would whoop his motherfucking ass. <laughs> yeah, because that, that dude, that dude, that dude, that dude's knees would buckle in about two seconds after he's starting <laughs> the fight. Yeah, yeah, really, that's that's the biggest concern, man. Cole Beasley. Uh, I mean, Jameson Crowder. I was super excited when he went to the Redskins um, as, as a rookie. I, I really liked him. Uh, he flashed in my eyes uh, several several occasions, and, and it just never really panned out. But um, with the Jets, you know, he, he was a good, solid uh, possession receiver, good slot slot guy that could, you know, go six or seven yards, sit down and catch a pass and get tackled. And and sometimes that's what you need in the NFL. I mean, look at Jason Witten's career. Um, but it, that's really all I got, man. Um, okay. So so let's you know wrap this up. Obviously, Buffalo was was right there again last year. They they brought in some players uh they're getting trey white back is this the best team in the afc is this the best team in the nfl i'm not gonna go that far just yet um i got high hopes for some other teams um and anytime tom brady steps foot on a gridiron you gotta count him as the top guy so um i I would say they're they're in my top five um and that's that's not close uh I'm going to put five teams all at number one, just like I put those two guys at number 12. But, yeah, they're they're the best team in this division, and I don't think it's particularly close. Uh, The Dolphins, however, um, I'm I'm still pissed that they let their coach go. But uh, what he built on that defensive side is something to to look out for. And and I really – I think think the Dolphins are going to – maybe make a little bit of noise here in this division, but uh, yeah, the bills, the bills take the cake for me. For me, mark it down my pre preseason Super Bowl prediction. You already know I'm picking the, the Buccaneers because I picked, I picked Tom Brady literally 15 years in a row, put that guy in the Super Bowl. You're right. Literally 50% of the time. On the other side, I'm picking the Buffalo Bills. I think this is the year they get it done. I think the Chiefs are wounded. I think the Bengals probably played a little bit above their head last season. Uh, mark it down. I, I'm picking this team to go to the Super Bowl, barring something crazy. Travis, take us out, baby. Uh, this this team is uh, it is set at 11.5 for their win total. Um, I, th- I think they easily get the 12 wins, and they're probably going to be more than likely the – First or second seed in the in the AFC, uh, yeah, they're definitely by far have the best quarterback. I would say the best defense, right, and the in the best offense. And I, I honestly say, other than Bill Belichick, probably the second best coach, right? Bill so, Belichick is toast, baby. Toast. <laughs> Oh, Other than that, you want to take us out? Over Bill Belichick right fucking now. Right now. McDermott, let's go. Give me Dougie McDermott over Bill Belichick right now. 
I want to thank all of you for watching, listening, however you're viewing this podcast. Um, we want to thank our Patreons, all yeah. of you. We love the fuck out of you. Oh, my God. If you have not subscribed to whatever platform you are doing that on, pause it, pull your motherfucking car over. Bang that, that bell. Bang that motherfucker. Woo! Yeah, girl. Hey. Oh, shit. As always. Stay true. Stay true. Stay true.